I love this show. I love this show. I've told all my co I've told all my coworkers. I've told all my coworkers. Listen to it every day. Listen to it every day, and it's amazing. Hello and welcome to this episode of SparkCast. I am Divisional Community Manager Terrence Ward. In this episode, we're going to talk about some great ways that you can improve your leadership skills and attitudes at work and at home. Joining me today is a very good friend of mine. Bridget is here and she's going to talk to us about some great things that she is doing in her store in social, but don't let me talk about her. Bridget, introduce yourself. Tell us what you do, what store you work at, and uh, some great things uh, about yourself personally. My name is Bridget. I work at Store 333 in Dam, Kentucky. I started with the company in 2013 as a fresh produce associate. I promoted to department manager over dairy and frozen. I left the company when I had twins um, because that was quite an adjustment to our family routine. Uh, I came back to the company in 2015 uh, as a remodel associate. Then I went to electronics. Uh, I then promoted to a support manager for the food side. In 2018, I promoted to assistant manager at a store 30 minutes from my home. While I was there, I covered the fresh side, background, consumables, uh, home lines and apparel, and I ended up on the front end. When the company restructured uh, for front end coaches, I was given the opportunity to come back to my home store uh, to launch the online pickup and delivery service for this store. And that's my current role and probably my favorite role that I've had with Walmart. Awesome. An exciting Walmart story. And uh, congratulations on those twins. And it definitely, it is a big adjustment, I'm sure. Uh, I know I was, I know I was a single handful of trouble for my mom. I can't imagine having a twin brother or sister because that would have been double trouble for her. <laughs> Very much. So a great Walmart story. Uh, front or You were a front end uh, coach, correct? And then you transitioned into OPD. Is that right? Uh, I was an assistant, but I took the uh, OPD instead of going to front end coach. So online pickup and delivery has really picked up as, uh, no pun intended, has really picked up across the the company, especially in some great communities. How are your customers uh, enjoying, I know this isn't social related, but I'm, I'm curious, how are customers uh, reacting to having OPD in their community? We are a very rural, uh, small community. And so we are the first delivery service and we are the first online grocery service that they have uh, been able to encounter in their hometown uh, before, before we opened we would have to go 45 minutes in either direction to a store that had these services. So they were really excited. We launched in March of last year, uh, right when the COVID and pandemic guidelines started coming down. So it was really appreciated. It's really well received. That's awesome. That's great to hear the community benefiting from that service. And I know COVID has really rocked our world and in our routines and how we live our lives every single day. And OPD is definitely helping bring a little bit of normalcy because nothing's really changed. And maybe the, maybe the volume of uh, OPD, yeah. but uh, not necessarily uh, the service. I'm sure the service quality is, is just as good there as, as the company expects. So tell us what, you know, you're the social champ for your store. Tell us what being a social champ means to you. What, what is it like? I really enjoy the connections that we make with our associates. When we started out, we didn't have the the buy-in. It was something we went a little bit of a different route than what the previous social champions had went. Uh, we started out with boomerangs and TikTok videos that we would post. Um, we've also really increased the connection within the community. Uh, our community is very supportive of our videos and they enjoy seeing us post those. Yeah, TikTok videos are fun and they're 
<laughs> my my wife, uh, it's funny because even last night she's like, "Look, I'm going to bed. You can stay up and watch TikTok if you want, but I, I'm I'm going to sleep." <laughs> so I lay there for another hour scrolling through TikTok, Absolutely. and I could have had an extra hour of sleep today, but <laughs> it, it is what it is. Uh, but being a social champ is is interesting. Um, you know, I'm this this episode is not about me, but came from a rural store myself. I actually live in a town of about five thousand people. So you know, here in Northeast Arkansas, it's in the middle of nowhere. Serge always yeah. jokes and says that I'm like uh, I'm only the third person that lives here. There's like three of us. So, <laughs> I'm uh, being, just saying completely. Being here in the Delta, you know, that's uh, the online pickup delivery. It was is incredible. The being a social champ in a rural store is incredible because you do get to meet those customers one on one, and and you get to you know talk to them about the content that you've created and. Uh, and, and see how it's made an impact on the business even more so. And speaking of which, how has social media uh, impacted your business there? We took over posting prior to our launch in March of last year, and we did so with the intent to get the word out to the community of what services we would be offering. And we absolutely have grown our customer base with social media. The faces that you see on Facebook are the faces that are dispensing your groceries. Uh, the cashiers that you see on Facebook are checking you out in store and the sales floor associates. We try to get the entire store involved in it. It's something that kind of gives us a break from the day-to-day challenges that we've had in the past year and the stressors that we've had with COVID. And so it's, it's really grown our business. It's put a face to us. It's uh, reminded our community that we are a part of the community, not just a store. You know, and I want to I want to reiterate something that Bridget just said. It has helped grow their business, local social, the content they're creating. Uh, you know, staying consistent. We we talk about this on the Spark Social training that we've done with stores and and even those who reach out uh, about some of the best practices. You know, being consistent, right? Being consistent in your posting, creating content that's relevant to the customer, and that's even more important in a a rural community, right? Yes, absolutely. And they, our customers constantly reach out to us on our Facebook and, and appreciate our post and uh, ask us to continue to do it. They're, they're really proud of the content that we put out. And that's awesome to hear. So if you're still in doubt, if you're still not sure how social media is playing a role in developing our business, Bridget's a great example. She just said it's helping grow their business. And, and speaking of growing that business, what kind of impact have you seen on sales and profit through local social? It's really fun to uh, go out and take a a quick boomerang or a quick still photo of an area or a good feature and post it first thing of the morning and then you can watch it sell throughout the day. Uh, The most recent one that we've done was the Doritos 3D that came back out and I posted those. It got several shares and within a couple of hours, we only had six bags left on a full end cap. Holy cow. And look, I'm a millennial. I, I was born in the late 80s, uh, to give you my age. And I remember the Doritos 3D. Mm-hmm. And I was so sad as a kid when they took those away. And it was like, eh, we're getting rid of them. So to see those things come back and see the stores like yours posting that was like, I don't know yes. what it was, but like the inner kid in me was like, oh, yes. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So that's great. I mean, posting products on local social, featuring those, you know, having your associates involved in that content uh, will drive those sales. And, you know, creating that content, it must be time consuming, right? Or is it really simple and easy to, to create a post? 
Honestly, uh, the time that we spend on things, it varies. If we're doing just a quick steal or a quick boomerang, it doesn't take three minutes for me to grab an associate, put them by the end cap, and us to post that. Uh, we can honestly get a week's worth of posts done within an hour and one day. And we can spread that out throughout the week. We might be able to get more. Uh, there's several times where we've just taken a couple of uh, quick clips of uh, associates and posted those together later did edits on those, uh, you know, the next day and gotten videos with that. So we don't spend any more than an hour a week on it. Wow. There it is again. Bridget, you and I are going to become great friends because literally everything that we have taught and, and, you know, the four of us came from stores, Serge, myself, Brittany, and Glenn, we all came from the stores. We're former operators. So, you know, things that work for us to see that that, that advice and those guidelines and that training is helping you all, you know, share the same experiences that we had is amazing. You know, an hour to get a week's worth of content, you know, from creating to post copy to, to editing the picture, adding stickers, mm -hmm. you know, text over overlays, whatever the, the case may be, that's just, I mean, that's literally an hour out of your day for a whole week's worth of work. And, and that ought to speak volumes to any store manager, any market manager, any regional VP. Uh, it doesn't take a whole lot of time. Now, videos, I think you and I can agree, that does take a little bit longer. A little bit. <laughs> you know, TikToks, you got to get just right. You got to get the timing just right. But it's not like you're you are spending an hour or two on yeah. one specific video, right? Yeah. So about how much how much time on average would you say it takes you to create a video post? Uh, we created one of my favorites. Uh, we had an associate that had really wanted to be involved with the TikTok video. And during one of the first November events, we had the opportunity that we needed to drive some traffic into the store and let our uh, community know what we had going on. It took us about, about 10 minutes to go find him, bring him into the store and and put that TikTok together right there out there on the floor and post it. Wow. So that's great. And what was the, what was the reaction to that video? What kind of engagement did you see? He got a, a great amount of engagement. Uh, he's well known in the community. Uh, he's a cart associate. He has uh, been with the company for a pretty long time and he has an excellent attitude. Uh, so his friends and family, as well as the rest of the community, they really appreciated that post and shared it. He enjoyed that a lot. That's what I really like about tight communities is that, and it doesn't matter if, you, if you've been there, uh, you know, six months or if you've been there 60 years, it just seems like, you know, in those small communities, everybody's family. And I, and I love that about some of our communities. And Speaking of our customers, you mentioned earlier that your customers really enjoy the posts and that they've interacted. What are some of the interactions that you've seen with your posts from customers? Uh, we have done a lot of different things to try to drive engagement with our posts. Uh, we had an ice bucket challenge for our store manager that if we had gotten a certain amount of shares that we would uh, dump ice water over our store manager. And he was very uh, very gracious in that when that actually happened. Um, we checked out the uh, shares and uh, the comments, and some of those were from different countries. And it's kind of amazing to see that a small store in Beaverdam, Kentucky, can be have a post shared over in Australia. Wow. It's, a, it's a pretty neat thing to see. And uh, we got a lot of engagement off of that. We get a lot of engagement off of our uh, dispenser videos. They, we like to make fun things. Uh, stuff that's kind of going to make you giggle. And uh, our community has really received them and asked us to continue to do that because it, it helps brighten their day a little bit. 
That is great. And, and to see that reach go beyond, you know, just your community, but, but internationally, you know, if you, if any of you are out there listening and you're questioning yourself, you know, why do I really want to reach, you know, somewhere like Australia? It's to, you know, you're, you got to think about Walmart as a whole at this point, because now you're reflecting great things upon the Walmart brand, not just your local store. So you're helping Absolutely. to increase the, the, uh, I guess you could say the perception of the brand, which is great, you know, because unfortunately, you know, there are some people who see Walmart as a big, bad place when in reality, it's not. It's made up of individuals just like you, Bridget, just like myself, who are out there, who are a part of the community that are volunteering at, at you know, local places that are just, you know, trying to make people's lives better. And and that is Walmart. That is the true image of Walmart, being there to help people, you know, and, and I'll throw the tagline in there, save money and, and live better, because essentially, that's what Mr. Sam's vision was. And uh, Absolutely. Local, yeah, and through local social, we've been able to do that. We've been able to continue that effort and, and a great example of that uh, through a post that you just mentioned. So what are some of your what are some of your favorite posts or campaigns that you've been a part of or that you've created at your store? I'm a little biased because I think all of them are my favorite. <laughs> I, uh, my team has, uh, I have several that are influencers in this and they, you know, they bring me ideas and they have things that they want to do. Um, my favorite thing has watched, I've watched them grow throughout this experience. Uh, it was the people that I didn't think that would take to it that have taken to it and led with it. Um, I'm really proud of some of our dispenser funny videos that, uh, that have allowed the community to see what it was and to help us grow our business with that. Uh, we've taken some of the questions of the process out of it. Uh, so that's given them the knowledge that they needed to use the service and do so without uh, being afraid of the app or what would happen. Yeah, and that's a great opportunity for stores as well. If you're looking for ways to educate your customers on pickup and delivery or pharmacy services, because there's a lot of great things that, you know, customers can take advantage of on the app, you know, maybe create a how-to series. How do I create an online pickup and delivery order? How do I research, you know, $4 prescriptions through the Walmart app for my local pharmacy? Uh, all great content that you could create locally, especially uh, for communities that have a higher population that may not be as tech savvy uh, as some of our bigger cities. So great, great comment. Great uh, point out there. So tell me what are some, uh, and, and again, reaching into your bias about your favorite post <laughs> or what are some posts that have surprised you in the way that they were received by your customers and followers? Uh, the very first post that we did um, is kind of what started us out on this. Uh, I asked the crew to give me a video of what it was like to be in online pickup for the day for what the associates did and what the uh, customers would experience. And that was well received and actually, um, it's actually helped me recruit associates as well. Um, people have seen our videos and they wanna work in that environment and they enjoy that environment. So um, I believe that the first one that we did is probably gonna be my favorite, absolutely. Great. The first one is always a good memory of, of our very first content that we published and uh, that just it always is going to hold that special place. You know, one of the, the funny things is and I want to bring in TikTok, uh, the fact that your store has it, there are some unique opportunities to promote products, not only on TikTok, but to take those videos and even promote them on your stores page if you yeah. are part of that program. And, uh, you know, we had a I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this embarrassingly, but we had, when I was an ACC manager at my previous store, we had a huge feature of Purple Rain X. And 
I could not sell it to save my life. We were cheaper than our competition, which was O'Reilly's and AutoZone there locally, but uh, we were still cheaper than they were, but it wasn't moving. So embarrassingly, I got involved in in the TikTok and created one around Purple Rain sung by Prince. Uh, We did see a boost in sales temporarily, uh, but I'm not a big dancer and I'm certainly not one that likes to be on video necessarily when I was in the store. I wanted my associates to be there, but I just, I couldn't help myself. So uh, that that was one of my favorites to to share with you. But what lessons have you learned through social? I know there's been a lot of uh, learnings, I'm sure, as you've posted to see what's worked and what hasn't worked. What are some of those learnings that you've had? Uh, my biggest thing was not to underestimate any of my associates uh, because they have time and time again brought me new things uh, that I didn't expect out of them, that I didn't know that they were capable of. And I gave them the opportunity to show me that consistently. Uh, This didn't start out for us as something that we were really looking to grow as fast as we did in my local social. Uh, We weren't doing it for any other reason other than to grow our business and try to help get our, you know, services out there. Uh, but I've really enjoyed watching our associates grow with this. And speaking of some of your associates, uh, any of them you want to give a shout out who have really left a mark and, and helped with your social movement? Cami, my associate Cami is my biggest influencer. She um, she always smiles whenever I come to her and I tell her I would like to see this. I, you know, get me some of this. You know, what can we do for this? Uh, she never gets uh, upset or frustrated with anything that I come to her with. So I'm very grateful for her. She's amazing. That's awesome. And I know that, uh, let me let me ask you, you may be in a rural store, but I'm sure you're always competing against a neighboring store for trying to plus each other up. Is there anybody you want to talk about a, a competitor? <laughs> I'm not going to say a competitor, but a fellow social champ that you keep trying to uh, get above, rise above, and even challenge? I would really like all of our stores in our market to uh, to kind of challenge us a little bit. We would like to have a little bit of fun with the My Local Social. That would be a great opportunity to, to develop a local campaign for your store, maybe even surrounding a local event or just the market itself. Uh, please, you know, we can connect after our broadcast here today, talk about some of the uh, opportunities that creating a localized campaign for your market and even for your region at times can help boost participation from stores and help create, you know, excitement around the content you're creating from customers, from associates, and everybody wins all the way around. And that's, that's really great uh, when our customers can take advantage of the information that we're providing through social. Absolutely. So what uh, what is some advice that you would give up and coming social champs who are new to this program or just even some who are still here who may not be 100% uh, aware of all the things social? What, what's some advice you would give? Uh, I would say to be relatable. Um, you don't have to just post still pictures of products and say, you know, this is the price. You can You can personalize it. And you can make it fit to your community. You know your community's needs. Uh, And I think that's a great opportunity that Walmart gives us that other uh, competitors do not give them. Uh, We have the ability to connect with our community through our social media individually. Uh, To have fun, to uh, not be afraid to think outside of the box of the way that we've always done things, kind of push it a little bit. 
Yeah, I think the the most dangerous words in the English language, I'm going to steal this from James Harston. He's a market manager down there in uh, Dallas. He was my store manager at one time and always had this quote up in his office is that uh, we've always done things this way. It's the most dangerous phrase in the English language. We've always done things this way. So I think that applies to what you're saying there is, you know, don't be complacent, you know, be challenging, create that content that's going to excite your customers. It's going to relate to your associates. Uh, that's that's going to challenge them to, to do better, to, to, dr- to bring out that excitement. Uh, Bridget, so exciting to have you on the program today. How can they follow you on your social media at the store, on TikTok? How, are, how can they follow your store? Uh, our store is uh, Walmart and Beaverdam, North Main Street. We have, uh, a, like I said, a small group of followers at this point because we are rural. Uh, we'll appreciate every follow that we get. And what about TikTok? What about your TikTok handle? Uh, we do TikToks, but we post them to our Facebook page. We do those privately. Okay, we gotcha. don't have a store one. You can follow Bridget on social media through her store's Facebook page at Walmart 333. That's in Beaver Dam, Kentucky. The associates there are creating some great content, and we're so excited to see what things are coming up next for your store. Bridget, thank you so much. Any last words before we go? Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. I appreciate it. We appreciate you and everything that you and your associates are doing. For all of you listening, don't forget to tune in every Thursday for Social Champ Spotlight and every Saturday for uh, Saturday Social where we talk to influencers in social media. Bridget, thank you so much. On behalf of the local social team, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time right here on SparkCast. Thanks for listening to SparkCast. Join us on Workplace to learn more about this episode. Join the Social Champs program and how-to guides on improving your social posts. Until next time, be the spark the world needs.